Hi, everyone. Today we're with Julia McCoy, president at Content at Scale. Hi, Julia. Hi, so great to be here with you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, I, I think so. Just, just before I let you introduce yourself and a couple of things that you might want to share with people, I thought I'd, I'd just pick up on today's topic, which is going to be, uh, you know, uh, does Google rank AI-generated content? Um, Let's go there. I think you're the first <laughs> to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you want to just throw out a couple of things about yourself. Yes. Background or something, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so we were talking before we hit record, and you know, it's interesting to me. I come from ten years of human-only writing, where I grew a writing agency myself to almost a hundred writers, and we did five million, forty thousand projects for clients. So you know, we were doing really, really well. In 2021, I decided maybe it's time to exit for multiple reasons. One of those reasons <laughs> being AI is going to come on the scene. You know, I saw GPT. I saw what it could be. Mm -hmm. Back then, it was really getting a bad rap. People were like, this will never replace a human writer. I even mm -hmm. said that. But I still, in the back of my mind, knew, okay, if tech is going to be this advanced in a short amount of time, I better get out. So I sold my agency, wanted to be in the new frontier as it emerged. And sure enough, one year later, here comes Chad. <laughs> And you and I are laughing right before we hit record because it's the world's fastest adaptive technology. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's changed everything. Everything from coding to writing, to just just you name it. Everything. It's funny because I was, I, was, I was having a little look at your LinkedIn before we started. And then I noticed you had this post, which was, I used to be the world's most anti-AI writer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so... So, yeah, what, what changed, I guess? <laughs> you know that, but he's, you're referencing a pinned tweet on my Twitter. You can go see it. <laughs> that tweet has gotten so much hate. I've gotten replies where people are like, Julia, you are a sellout. And I'm like, nope, I just had sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the implication. People saying you're a sellout implies, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to guess here, that content is you're, you're, you're anti-human basically like just human content writers we're, we're all great we're all creative we're all working hard and now you've taken the this kind of um this this, this machine oriented route which is fabricating what we do and people are up in arms about that but but, but is that the way that you see it or not so at all yes yeah. so i'm always an optimist i'm the glass half full let's make lemonade out of lemons so that <laughs> has definitely helped me at this point in my life from making this huge pivot from yeah. being i was anti-ai you know december of 2022 even i was still anti-ai and it wasn't until i saw the technology for myself and the technology mm -hmm. was really i found it in a particular AI tool called Continent Scale, which I now you know work in. So when mm -hmm. I saw this tool able to write long form content in minutes, that was research backed, high quality. I was like, okay, I can't deny it anymore. To deny it would be a fool. And yeah. you know, it's like so. To me, when you see it, it's time to adapt. And if you see it and you still don't adapt, what world are you living in? Are you living mm -hmm. in a fear based world? Because yes. These things are going to come for our job, but only if we don't adapt first. 
So mm -hmm. by adapting and joining the other side, <laughs> some people tell me, by being in the mix at continent scale, what I'm able to do is actually um, do something that I really care about, and that is create models to help the mm -hmm. freelancer, the writer, adapt right. correctly. You know, AI is here to optimize our work, not replace it. But it will replace it if we were doing mediocre, crappy work to begin with, because AI is that good. So yeah. if we get better and we learn how to use these tools to our advantage to save time and money, that's where we have an incredible opportunity, unlike any other time, to 10x our time, reduce our cost, get way more output from our marketing. So that's how I see it. You know, and I'm really hoping I can inspire a lot more people who were in my shoes, who were anti-AI, just like I was, to see it differently because it really is something you can totally harness, just like, you know, fire, electricity, same yeah. thing. You can use it for evil or good. You let it burn your house down or not. <laughs> That's pretty drastic. Sorry, yeah. I was just thinking about how out of control that would have to be, but I, I can see AI doing that, you know, if, if, if we don't oh properly address yeah. it. It's so, crazy. It's crazy, and so it's, it's an interesting analogy with 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 electricity and, and this idea of harnessing it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I read one of the other blogs, and it's exactly this kind of thing. And this is where I'm at with it too. This is where Suso's at with it too. Uh, is that it's a tool to to like an assistant? It's a, yeah. to assist us. So, I think am I right in feeling that there's some sort of alignment here? Oh, right. Yeah, hundred percent. And even in that video you referenced, where I was, hey, I used to be anti A, now I'm not. What I talk about is Will AI actually end human creativity? Well, that was mm. my hook, right? Mm. <laughs> the actual message in that video is your human creativity is actually now your it factor. It's the one mm. thing AI will never have for a long time until it has sentient feelings. You know, it has its own experiences. It's been through a car wreck. <laughs> That's not happening. Like we have human experience that AI does not have. And so your ability to be creative, to translate things in your own unique way, that's honestly how you stand out now. And that's good news, because mm -hmm. if that's our it factor, then we can simply lean into that creative side even more, have more fun in life, let AI take the rest, and then just let our <laughs> creativity shine. <laughs> that's that's very true. I was just, yeah. I mean, there's this idea, also the, the fact that we have perspectives, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think AI can ever, at this current stage, I've asked ChatGPT many times for its perspective, and it literally says, I'm an AI, I don't have one. <laughs> um, shifting one's perspective and being able to shift other people's perspective uh, mm, is, is an yeah. interesting thing. Which, um, and that's a key part of sales psychology, right? Like, even uh, yeah. getting somebody to convert. It's that yeah. thought shift. Well, how do you get that thought shift? You get it through sharing your perspective. So you're right. Like that's a key piece of marketing that's successful. And what mm -hmm. I'm teaching, what I'm sharing is the the AI can write these baseline drafts for you in minutes versus hours, but then you need to take it to the next level. So you can share your personal experience, put that into the copy. Mm -hmm. So this, this, this is kind of shaping up now um, because that's one of the other things I want to talk to you about is, is the whole creative side of mm -hmm. content. And, and if that would kind of die, if we all produce AI-generated content. So I guess here, the, the, the perspective is less that we use AI to literally put words on paper that we put on our website. It's more that we use AI to put the initial words on the paper. 
Yes. So a person can come and do the strategic thing and also the creative thing. Yes. And you referenced something so critical at the beginning of yeah. our podcast. You said, you know, will, will Google rank this? And Google clearly says they've changed their stance. They used to be, don't do AI. We won't rank it. That was April 2022. <laughs> yeah, and then October, you know, they changed their tune. They said, we never said that. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> but what we were saying is that experience factor that plays into Google's double E, right? Experience, expertise, authoritativeness, trust. So if Google has told us those are the four things you need to rank, well, then you need to make sure nothing comes out of AI straight to your website. You need to make sure you always optimize it. Even if it's, you're just adding in a paragraph of your personal experience and that's it. Your work is now decreased by 10 X, but adding that in is so critical. That way it, still stamps this content as unique to you. And then you're telling Google, well, this is my personal experience on this topic. And then you solidify your place in the rankings and that content won't ever get penalized. Let's touch on that a little bit more, I guess, um, which is like exactly what is it that Google would penalize you for? Yeah, so the Google Search Central blog has a piece on this and it's like crystal clear. So it's funny because you'll see like so many headlines, but when you actually go to Google, it's like, okay. And they rewrote it several times to make it this clear <laughs> after they got their path straight. They're yeah. like, what is this? AI is here. Oh, no. So they can't stop it and they know it. Yes, so. that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So now they're defining any content that will not rank is content generated for the purpose of spam. So they're very clear. If you're using AI content to just spam the internet, get quick rankings, and you're not making sure that content is actually good, and there's topical weight, like, for example, if you're building golfing.com, well, you better not be mm-hmm. talking about how to stop a bear from attacking you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the obvious things that are always <laughs> true are still true. So yes. don't use AI to, you know, write wildly off-topic content or spam. That's when you get penalized. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe sometimes this um, mindset still exists generally that keywords are what is the only thing SEO is really about. Mm-hmm. And so we yeah. should be writing anything and everything. That's so AI is great because it will just give me massive long essays full of my keyword and then not realizing that uh, everything's being measured uh, by yes. how, yes. how much time people are spending on your thing are they returning etc cetera, etc cetera. the quality and the relevance and the way that all the articles connect is as important as it ever was yeah uh, even with, you know, we were talking about Google's new generative AI. We saw it work yesterday in action when they released this announcement. And in that GIF of them revealing how it worked, you see like the top three domains that are referenced for that chat GPT like written answer. And those top three domains, every time I was digging into this and they showed like 10 different examples from you know, outdoor hiking to the shoes that somebody was going to buy. All of these examples showed websites that had a lot of high quality content. And those were the ones that were getting their content pulled by Google and actually written as an answer. And then that domain was getting featured on the top right. So it's Mm -hmm. almost like we have an even better opportunity because that is like the king of SERPs (laughs) to have that. (laughs) 
kind of positioning. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a whole new, better way to get positioned now. But it's always going to be, just like you said, through that quality of content. Right. So before the podcast started, you were just telling me that, that you, you had some predictions about the way search is going to go when I hit, <laughs> hit the streets. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to expand a little bit more on that now. I'm, I'm just curious. Yes. Yes. So, you know, our whole model at Continent Scale and yeah. what I've done for 10 years is SEO content that ranks in the top of Google. So it was a concern leading up until right now, May, we're talking May 10th is when this happened. It was a concern up until then. What will Google's new search look like? And if it's going to be extremely on the side of ChatGPT where they don't show anything but the AI, mm -hmm. What does that mean for SEO livelihoods? So there was a little bit of concern there. So early on, I would say about eight, um, no, six months ago, because this is moving so fast, we got introduced to something called perplexity.ai. And okay. perplexity is a model built by open AI engineers, and they predicted what search will look like. So what they predicted, and I was like staking my name on that. I'm like, I think they did it. I think that's what's going to happen. So what they predicted was a chat GPT-like answer referencing three top domain names. Guess what launched yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> that exact model is in the generative AI search. So wow. it wasn't fully us that predicted it. We just staked our name on OpenAI's prediction. Yeah. It's pretty brave. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they got a lot to lose. <laughs> they were wrong. So, given that AI exists, what do you see as a change in search? If you don't mind me asking, going forward. Yes, that's a that's a million dollar question, right? That's a good question. I think that you know, with this new generative AI model, um, what I see happening is the importance of continent link and links. So content and links, and that was never something not important, but now it yeah. just became like hugely important. So who is linking to you? How valid is their authority? And then what kind of content are you putting on your domain and how often you need to, it's the race to the first to be seen as a topical authority now. Um, because with these chat GPT like written answers, Google's goal is to keep you kind of locked in one search. So you're not retyping a search all over again. You're staying in that result. They even say that. Like our goal is you don't have to create a new search. Mm -hmm. So if that's their goal, then they're going to try to provide the most value in those first few answers, including that chat GPT AI generated piece. So if you can get in that space, like that just became probably worth more than what the old model used to be. So it's really going to be a race to the first. How do we get links to our domain and how do we build a lot of content around one topic? And it's not going to be like a blog a week. Like that's, that's dead. <laughs> Forget that. Don't even do it. We need to do like, you know, at constant scale, we're doing 70 blogs a month and we're doing it with our AI with only one writer. So you can do this level of content with AI. Just make sure it's original, undetectable, which constant scale is all of that, not yeah. plagiarized. And then when you publish, make sure you're going after the right keywords. So for us, we saw... Um, just a month ago, we had 1,900 index keywords after the 70 blogs went out. I think it's close to 250 total that we have. We 7X'd our keywords. We went from like 18, 1,900 to over 12,000 in less than a month. So Google still like prefers content. It really comes down to the quantity 
of content that you do and then mm -hmm. how many links you know are pointing to you and it's not a quantity of links it's the right links so if you have a if you're on a podcast with a professor if you're on i'm on your podcast you know that's a quality link like do, <laughs> yeah. do human approaches when you're thinking of links don't just go buy a backlink service like actually go out there and do some footwork to get on shows get known and get visible those are going to be the right kind of links because just like google said you know a lot of spam is now going to die <laughs> so if your website was god forbid built on spam adios you know like now <laughs> is the time to do it the quality way the which is harder but i think that's where you actually have an advantage if your competitors aren't going to do the footwork of being on podcasts and doing mm -hmm. 80 blogs a month then you have the opportunity to do that and now with the generative ai you'll be in a better place once you earn that topical authority just to, if anyone's freaking out having having heard about the race to the top uh, there's always opportunity in SEO. That's what we do the keyword yes. research for. Yeah, there's always there's always uh, opportunities everywhere, and I think now basically we have the ability to leverage all of them. The example of us seven xing our keywords in thirty days, like we just started six months ago. So mm. like you can do this with this approach: quality of links and quality of quantity of content. <laughs> you can totally nail it in a short time. It's just like. Where you put your focus, I think results come. So if you're yeah, focusing, yeah. you know, on your content being quality, on getting those resources to link back to you, to mention you, then good things will come. So, you know, something else we were talking about, like there's nothing yeah. new under the sun, right? <laughs> Time doesn't tell new tales. So if you put your focus there, you do great work, like Google will notice. And it's going to be better than ever with how they display these domains. It's producing a lot of high quality stuff that people care about. And, and we can do that now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and we can use AI to do it faster. Yeah, we can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you see guys this maybe as like an arms race beginning? Like how fast is it going to get before it just becomes uh, impossibly fast? Or would it not get there because of some sort of fundamental factor? Like humans can't read that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great question. You know, um, I think a, a good way to look at it is at the actual volume of opportunity in traffic and keywords. So a lot of people don't realize this, but Google is the source of the world's largest traffic. It's the largest traffic source. So 80% of all these 7 billion people per day they're going to Google. That's billions and billions of people. So what that means is whatever your niche is, you know, really fine tune that niche and find your long tail keywords. And there's probably a lot of possibility because I still find it and I'm in marketing, one of the toughest niches. I find long tail keywords where it's like the competition number from one to a hundred, that's your keyword difficulty score. Yeah. It's like 20 and no one's going after it. And I'm just like, this is a marketing keyword. <laughs> so it's proof, I think, that the the misconception is, well, only it's hard to get that at the top, so just forget it. No, the truth is you can uncover a gold mine because everyone's kind of thinking that. And so that's why you see a lot of ads. That's why you see a lot of Instagram accounts. And everyone's running to the other opportunities because they don't realize the opportunity in Google. Yeah, and that yeah. will never go away. Like that will not change because AI is here. If anything, people will actually be like, okay, 
I'm going to stop using ChatGPT now because I can get the same thing from Google. <laughs> you might see a influx there, a rebalance where people that adapted to ChatGPT are going back to Google because now Google has the feature they love. Yeah. So I think like if you look at it from that perspective, know that you know it was I think we hit a billion dollars in online spend in the US alone last year. So if you know, like, this is where the money and the traffic is, mm -hmm. why wouldn't I try to go find the opportunity? And the opportunity is in your long tail, low competition keywords. Like, that's how I built my business for 10 years. We're doing it again at ConsonantScale.ai. Like, that's my focus. I've gotten rankings for 12,000 keywords there. Um, so <laughs> you can do this. And, you know, don't be afraid of, well, this niche is hard or like know your numbers, get the keyword research tools, start digging in or hire somebody. If you don't know how to do it, don't beat yourself up. You know, you can't be this expert overnight, but you will be surprised the opportunities that exist. I think so too. I, I, I mean, I think my recommendation is everyone should just give, if they're not familiar with it, just give it a go to see, see what it's like. Um, see, see what we mean by keyword research and the opportunity. And then when you see it, maybe give it to somebody else who's a pro to really like flesh that out and find all of them, <laughs> all of yes. the opportunities and, uh, and create a strategy around it. So um, have you had the chance to uh, mess around with Google's AI yet? I am on the wait list. <laughs> I've only experienced it through their gifts and the video that they launched. You know, so I, I can't wait to test it out for myself. Like, it'll be pretty cool. No, it's going to be nuts. I can't wait until that happens. Um, I can't yes. wait to play around with it. And maybe at that point, we can uh, catch up again and talk about the impact. I would love to. <laughs> yes. Hopefully our jobs are still around. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm joking they will be <laughs> they will be yes yeah and yeah and 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 actually that might be another conversation that we can uh, have now or another time is 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 is, is the growth potential that you're saying you build a couple of businesses mm. on the back of seo um I've, yeah, and, and I, I think I think that's an interesting one for many people because, as you say, like it's something. I think the barrier to entry to Instagram and stuff like that is lower, and um, I don't think that it's always obvious to um, people looking to grow what Google can do for them. Um, yeah, so true. Yeah, relatively, it's not even maybe even as expensive, and the growth potential is huge. So. Uh, it could be another topic for another time. Maybe we can do that in conjunction with 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 uh, the new Google AI. Yes, I love it. <laughs> do it. And you have something to look forward to. The people. Yeah, always. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Julia. Um, yes. Thank thanks. you. This was such a pleasure. A hundred percent. Really, really enjoyed talking to you, and I can't wait until we uh, catch up again. Yes, sounds great. Crazy new AI world. Oh my goodness, <laughs> what will be happening then? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>